Welcome back to the Short News Podcast. Damn, we do that intro every single time. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Alex. You know me. I know you. Um, today, what is today? Sunday, January 26, 2020. I just want to say before I forget, I'm still looking for a co-host. So if anyone is interested, please let me know at Malix Ador on Twitter and at Short News Pod on Instagram. I um I also just want to apologize to Jeff Bezos for theorizing that his penis looks like his <laughs> looks like his bald ass head on the uh, last episode. But I mean, come on, it's kind of hard not to picture. You know, forget it. Um, what else is going on? I was on the App Store yesterday and I saw that Bite. The app that is the sequel to Vine was finally released to the public. It's pretty cool. I'm probably going to stop using TikTok since I'm 23 and that that app is for children. And anyone still there that's my age either peaked in high school and college or is a pedophile or just tone deaf on what's cool for their age. And I fall in the uh, the tone deaf for their age category, I think. So, sayonara, TikTok, and hello, Byte. TikTok can no longer sell my data, my shitty data, to the Chinese government. So that's all good and dandy. Uh, if you haven't tried Byte out, I highly suggest getting on there and trying to go viral before it becomes super saturated with content creators, because that's what happened with... Um, with Anchor, when I was on there, doing my podcast at the beginning, what was that, like three years ago? I was getting like all kinds of exposure, but then I stopped doing it, and I came back to it, and there were like celebrities and big names all doing their shows from Anchor, and then I was fucked. That's why I moved platforms. So, get on bite before everybody else does. It's six-second videos, again, which um, I missed that. I just, I don't know how to fit content into that short of an amount of time. But I'm going to probably spend the day doing that. I don't know. But it's um, it's been a pretty chill weekend. I was going to stream, but realized I'm not good at it. When I, when I watch back my streams, I'm either talking too much or not talking at all, I'll be sitting there with my mouth just wide open with this blank stare, and I get really uncomfortable watching it. Other times, I'm just saying really useless shit, or trying to make sure the sound works. (laughs) Kind of like this podcast, what I do here. And, you know, I was, um, I don't know if you can tell, I have, I'm planning these out a little better the last couple, and I thought to myself before recording this, we need a new segment, something that no one really does on other podcasts. I'm going to call it Stories of Stupidity. Let me turn down the latency here so I can do this properly. Okay, is that better? Yeah, much better. Turn it all the way down. 64 samples. Cool. So, our new segment, Stories of Stupidity. 
So, welcome to Stories of Stupidity. We need, like, a soundboard. Smoke weed every day! Welcome to Stories of Stupidity. There we go. (laughs) Where we tell a fucked up story from my past here on the show. Today's story is called The First Time I Ever Got Drunk With My Friends. Now, I gotta preface this. I had drank before, but only like a shot or two when my parents were out to eat on Saturdays. Sorry, Mom and Dad. You know this at this point, if you're listening. One time, I thought I was sneaking a beer, but I drank it, and it turned out to be non-alcoholic. I honestly thought drinking one or two shots was a lot at the time. Being only a senior in high school and having a helicopter mom who didn't even let me go out with my friends at night on the weekends. My point is, I thought I was already an experienced drinker going into this story. So now we get to the actual story part. My buddy invites me to this party in the next town over. It's the perfect storm because that weekend my mom is going on vacation and leaving me behind and said it was fine for me to sleep over at my my buddy's house and go to this party as long as I was able to prove to her that I could drink responsibly. I was like, yeah, deal, fine. I know how to handle myself on substances, which something I thought at the time. So me and the boys and girls show up to this uh, this girl's house for the party, and it's cool. I'd only been to like one high school party, maybe two before that, and I wasn't able to drink because I was driving that night, or my parents were going to come get me and be like, oh, did you drink? So, um, I wasn't driving, which was good. I, uh, we had a designated driver, which you should always have. So I was in the clear. Like I said, awesome party. We ran into a buddy from work, and, uh, he, he was at the house. I was like, holy shit, dude you got to take shots with me. And he was like, I would be honored. So we take a shot of whiskey, which I had done like maybe once or twice in the last couple of years, like last few years. But I thought that was enough to have experience. It, It went down, it went down much easier than I thought. And here I am thinking I'm this god of substances just because I can smoke a little weed and I tried Adderall like once at summer camp and I take another shot with the boys. For the boys, right? I maybe take like two or three more shots not long after that and then I'm nursing like a natty ice or something after that. Some shitty beer while I'm like hanging out with everyone. Eventually, um, this girl starts talking to me and the liquor is creeping up on me slowly, and I'm starting to feel like, wow, I'm drunk as fuck, this girl is talking to me, I'm at this party, this is awesome, so she's asking me about myself, and I'm like, really playing it up, like, yeah, I'm a musician, you should check out my SoundCloud, and oh yeah, I also just started playing the banjo. I had literally just bought this banjo like a week before, and all I knew how to play was a just that, just that part, not even the you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. 
but she was like, oh my god, I love guys that play the banjo, that's so country, and me not being at country at all, I'm like, yeah, I'm trying my hand at different types of music. My song Letters has like 15,000 views on YouTube. And she's like, oh my god, that's so cool. And eventually I'm so, like, I'm such an asshole, but I'm like, you ought to make out. Which was like my go-to line in high school. And let me tell you, surprisingly, because it's so straightforward, that works every single time. Except, you know what, except once. There was one time, and it was just awkward. But, um, in this situation, like, it worked. She said, yes, we go over to the couch, start doing that, it's cool and all. But then she stops in the middle of it, like us kissing, and she's like, I have a boyfriend. And I'm like, oh. And she's like, well, he's kind of my boyfriend, but not really. And we just started dating, oh, I don't know, and then kept making out with me. And then I'm I'm drunk, not thinking of the consequences. I just go along with it, because I'm like, just thinking about uh, accomplishing the mission. Anyways, eventually, she's like, this is wrong, I have to go, she leaves, and I'm just sitting there on this couch, like, cloudy, wasted, confused, still on, like, the come-up of the, the incline of this drunkness, so I have all this energy, and I go back to my beer, back to the boys, but then the liquor hits me like a brick. I become belligerent, but not in, like, a violent, fucked-up way, in, like, an outgoing, goofy, tell-everything-about-yourself kind of way. So I'm, like, pouring my soul out to my friends, telling them how, how, how like, awesome they are. We're having a great time, and all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm gonna call my ex. And my buddy's like, Mador, no, don't do it. And I take out my phone, start calling. Keep in mind, it's, like, midnight or something, but I know she stays up late, so I can make the call anyways. My two friends are, like, wrestling me to the ground, trying to get my phone out of my hands while it's ringing. She picks up, and I'm like, hey. And she's being a really good sport about it. And eventually, my buddy takes the phone from me, explains the situation. They're laughing about it, and she's telling him, like, just make sure he's okay. Um, eventually, I fight for my phone back and call her again. So, we talk. I don't really remember all of what I said, but I was like, I love you. And she was like, no, you don't, Alex. I, I promise you don't. You're just drunk. Just relax. Try to enjoy yourself and be safe. And she was, like I said, really good sport about it. Eventually, got off, we got off the phone, and I felt a bit better. Um, in the middle of that conversation, too, I went to go pee in a bush. So, like... I didn't have headphones. I don't know how I made that conversation happen. Probably speakerphone. So, story's not over. That's when it all goes to shit, if it didn't already. So I come back inside, and the five shots in the beer are full fucking throttle on me. I sense something. A feeling I've never had before. Dizziness out of my control. Sudden nausea. I looked at my friends. They immediately knew from my face. I got up, ran outside of the porch, and fucking projectile vomited all over this girl's this girl's beautiful porch. I'm out and I'm out there for like a while, just puking my heart out in the dark of the night. And I'm so drunk, I'm not even thinking about how 
stupid I am for all of this. So then I realize, I realize, oh shit, my puke is all over this girl's Porsche. I don't even know her, and now she's going to have to deal with this. So I grab the hose that's like right there, but oh shit, it's disconnected from the spigot. So I try to connect it to the spigot faucet thingy, but there's this middle piece that screws the hose to the spigot together, and without that, they won't screw. (laughs) Otherwise, it's just a male-to-male piece. There's like, you need that female piece in between. You, You get what I'm saying. So here I am. I'm jamming these two male pieces together, trying to get them to miraculously just stay. And nothing is happening, obviously. Eventually, my other buddy comes outside, and he's like, Hey, man, how you feeling? And I'm like, too fucking drunk. How about you? And he's like, yeah, man, same. That's why I'm out here. And proceeds to projectile vomit right next to my pile of vomit on the porch. I don't remember what happened to that porch or, like, what we did or if we even, like, tried to clean it up. But we go back inside at some point and I start, like, passing out on the floor. And then I wake up, like, I don't know how much time later to, like, my friend feeding me water. And apparently I try to kiss her thinking she was my ex because, dude, like, I literally couldn't see anything. Like, everything was blurry. Pretty sure my contact lenses were, like, gone at this point. I'm, like, dizzy as hell. My friends are trying to calm me down, trying to make sure I don't call my ex again. Eventually, I throw up enough and have enough water in my system where I come to, to, like, some point of clarity, and I'm like, holy shit, guys, I am so fucking sorry. And they're all just, like, looking at me. Guys and girls start laughing. Like... That was the most fun I've ever had with you, and I didn't know you were such a fun drunk. Like, we gotta party more often, all that type of stuff. So, we pack up our shit, pile into my buddy's car, and go to his house. I pass out on the couch, and wake up the following morning with the worst fucking headache. My buddy fills me in on all the parts in the night that I don't remember, And we go and get some, uh, what is it, coconut water, flavored coconut water, which is the cure for hangovers. If if you're ever in that situation, coconut water. So then our buddy that we ran into it from, our buddy from work, because we all worked at the same place, um, this motherfucker apparently told our manager how crazy our night was, my night specifically. Because she's all like, as we walk in, Alex, like really loud, assuming that I still have a hangover. I do. I heard you guys had a lot of fun last night. Are you ready for a great shift? And I was like, oh, fuck you. So, oh, and it was a great great shift. It was fine. Like, it, it worked out. So that's my stories of stupidity for today. That was a long one. Let me know if you guys enjoyed it. I'm going to try to do that, um, this segment as much as I can, because it's fun. It's a good one. I enjoy it. Hell yeah. There's a, uh, delay again, I think. 
I don't know why this keeps happening. Okay. Oh, that's better. Anyways, now, now that I have broadcasted my idiotic adolescent errors, let's talk about the news. I've got new sources now, so we can finally be able to cover things unrelated to impeachment or Donald Trump, who we still have to find a good name for. I'm taking votes on Instagram on my story right now at Short News Pod um, for names. A good name for him. I'm thinking Mayor McCheese, because that's what it feels like we're dealing with. So, let's get into some non-Trump news. El Chapo's daughter. Should I put on my news, <clears throat> my news voice? Let's do it. Welcome to the short news. El Chapo's daughter, Alexandrina, Alejandrina Guzman's company has developed a craft beer dedicated to her father, the infamous legendary kingpin Joaquin El Chapo Guzman. The beer is a part of the El Chapo 701 brand, which has also started a clothing line. 701 is significant because Guzman was named the 701st richest man in the world, his net worth being estimated at $1 billion. The beer is, like I said, artisanal craft, 4% alcohol, fucking weak, but a good session beer made up of malt, rice, and honey. A 355 milliliter bottle is going to be priced at $3.73. I'm very curious to try this beer. I really want to try it. Like, hopefully they bring it over to the U.S., but we know how our government currently is about anything or anyone coming from Mexico. Maybe next presidency? We'll see. Spotify has launched a playlist that is for dogs when they are left home alone. It is said to have launched a podcast featuring calming music, dog-directed praise, stories, and messages of affirmation and reassurance narrated by actors, which is intended to relieve stress for dogs left home alone. That's really sweet and all, but... I can't help but be a little triggered. Where's the podcast for guinea pigs? Or cats? I guess I'll just have to make that one for myself. But like, I guess, if we're being real, for cats it's probably just a podcast of absolute silence. Just nothing going on to get in the way of their business. Also, the article says that a quarter of pet owners say they have seen their pets dancing to music, so that's apparently a thing. If anyone can attest to that, let me know, because I've been trying to get Susie to bop her head to trap music for, like, months to no avail. This isn't really big news, but Boris Johnson, the UK Prime Minister, says that he wants to lose weight in the new year, but doesn't want to become vegan for Veganuary, which is pretty much over in January, but... You're vegan for it? Cool. Very cool. So, yeah, apparently he says he can't live without cheese. That's, that's why. Which, you know, honestly, that's a pretty good answer. I can't live without cheese either. Or chicken. 
A third case of the coronavirus has been confirmed in the United States, being in California, as China is continuing to struggle with the outbreak. As the number of the affected in China has gone up to six figures, some sources say. Shit's getting real. In aviation news, the Boeing seven 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 X, the world's largest twin-engine jet. Has completed its maiden voyage. I don't trust that company anymore. I don't trust planes. Can we talk about how, like, if anything happens to one of the jet engines on a flight, there's no gliding you can do to land safely? Like that thing is only in the air because of those jets. I don't trust that. Like, if your car breaks down in the middle of the road, yeah, that sucks. But you can recover from that. Just call AAA or something, and get a ride out of there while you're like get a ride from your buddy while your car's in the shop. On a plane, if something else goes wrong, like if if something goes wrong with the engine, there's only like one devastating outcome. This is why people take Xanax with them on flights. So let's go back to、um, Jeff Bezos. I'm reading on Engadget. Here that the leaked text messages that the Inquirer got, which implicate Bezos in having an affair, may have actually come from his girlfriend, the one he was cheating with. I don't know if I reported that properly yesterday, but they're now saying she sent the text to her brother, who then sold the text to the Inquirer, which then exposed him for being a dirtbag. Inquirer-owned American Media says that their source for the text was indeed Bezos' girlfriend's brother, as opposed to the accusations that Bezos' phone was hacked by the Saudi Arabian government through WhatsApp malware. And I still wonder if the head matches the head. But enough about that. Now here's something you need to know if you're into beef. Raw ground beef products are being recalled for possibly being com- contaminated with plastic. Amity Packaging Company is recalling around 2,020 pounds of raw ground beef products in nine states. The states that this affects are Illinois, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. This is why I stick to Impossible and Beyond Burgers, people. They're so much more delicious and don't taste like death. So that's gonna do it for the news portion of our show. We're gonna take a quick break, but we will be right back after these messages. Peace. If God doesn't have all the answers, then who does? Why does it rain if? Planet Earth doesn't cry. If I take off my pants in this here library, do I become the universe? Man, I'm sweating so much I shouldn't have taken two tabs. My whole world is spinning round and round. Where is the whole world spinning me? These are the things that I have to contemplate while I'm locked in my room. Or is it really my room? Maybe we'll never know. 
take it at your mom's house. Seriously, that's, that's a bad idea. And we are back. Oh, that's not... Sorry, soundboard. <laughs> okay, so what I want to do is I want to go over what Reddit said it, we call it now, right? Yeah. Okay, so we're on the relationship advice sub. My 21 female boyfriend, 22 male used drugs for the second time. Well, let's see what kind of drugs. How should I react? <clears throat> Posting for the first time in English is not my first language, so I'm really against drug use and I've, as I've lost friends to it before, and I honestly find it scary and off-putting. My boyfriend knows this. We've been dating for almost four years. Last summer, he met a new friend who uses different kinds of different kinds of drugs, and they went partying one night. The next day, I found out that they had used amphetamines. He told me that he had always wanted to try it and had gotten the chance that night, so he didn't think clearly and just took it with his new friend. I have to say my boyfriend is more drug liberal than me, and many of his friends use drugs, mainly weed or cocaine. He does know that I don't approve of it, and it has never been an issue between us until this happened. He was sure I would break up with him, and it was a whole mess. We figured it out, and I told him I would break up if it happened again. They did not remain friends after this. So he went out this Friday with an old friend of ours, and they went to another friend's house late at night. When he came home the following day, the first thing that happened was he cried and told me he had taken amphetamines again. Now it seems he's just waiting for me to break up with him and honestly I don't know what to do. I love him and want to share my life with him. Wait, sorry. Um, let me fix the latency again. Okay. I don't know what to do. I love him and want to share my life with him. We have just been looking for a new apartment and it felt like I had gotten my life together until this. My main emotion is anger because it feels like he can go and do stupid things like this and then it is my job to fix it or sort things out. I do not feel like breaking up with him over this, but I don't know how to show him that this is way over the line. I asked him to sleep at a friend's house tonight as I just want to be alone and think it's a it actually feels good to be alone. But it breaks my heart to think of breaking up with him. I really don't know how to react, what to say, or what to do. How should I face this situation? Too long don't read, my boyfriend has used amphetamines two times this past year against my wishes, and I have no idea what to do. Okay, what I'm gonna say is gonna sound 
stupid to a lot of people. But okay, so from amphetamines, I'm getting my understanding of that is Adderall, I'm guessing. So I don't know, is that a big deal? That doesn't seem like a like a big deal to me at all. So like well, as long, you know what? No. It's a big deal if he's using it all the time. But he just seems like somebody who likes to experiment. He's 22, you said. Like, 22-year-olds are going to do drugs. I'm sorry. But if you're not cool with that, then date like a 50-year-old Republican. Because that's what you're going to have to do. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. If it's just Adderall, come on. Get a fucking grip. The more you try to control his drug use, the more he's just gonna do try more drugs behind your back. So, I don't know. I get, like, if you don't understand it, then it scares you. But at least educate yourself on the drugs that he's doing and then come back to him with an educated opinion as opposed to being ignorant and just saying all drugs are bad. So, here's what I think you should do. I mean, personally. Personally, I think you should try drugs so that you can actually understand. I'm not saying try Adderall. I'm saying smoke some weed and then you'll kind of understand what's going on there. Do you even drink? Like, it seems like you have a very straight-edge personality. And you know what? That may not mesh well. Like, I've... I've dated someone in the past where my substance use was a huge problem in the relationship. Like, and it was just weed and alcohol. But she made it So it was like, you either choose me, or you choose weed. And, honestly, I, um, I chose weed. Because anybody that's gonna try to change you, and make you not you, which, to me, marijuana is a big part of my life. I have a card that says I can legally have it, and should have it, for, literally for my fucking PTSD. So, if someone that I'm dating is going to try to tell me to not be myself, then they can go fuck off. That's what I think. So, you got a couple choices here. That one bugs me. (laughs) I thought she was going to say, like, he was doing heroin or something. That's really not a big deal. He did drugs twice this year. He was experimenting, that's called... What is this, Saved by the Bell, like, after-school special? He's doing drugs, oh my god. Alright, let's find, uh, let's find a good one. Okay, let me get out of the new posts and go into the hot posts. Okay. Okay. Here's one. Oh, this is gross. My boyfriend, 22 male, googled for sex escorts in Thailand while he was there on holiday with his mother. He also googled for Nuru Massage and HIV Risk Thailand Escorts. He told me, 
22 female, it was just out of curiosity. I'm having issues believing him. Yeah, I understand why. Okay, what did she say? He left his Google logged in on my phone while we were on holiday and I snooped. Those were his searches. Am I dumb as fuck if I believe him? Please, please help me if you've Googled similar things and why. Been together a year and a half. This might be my final straw with him. One of the comments. The only things I have ever looked up while, while on holiday were things I wanted to do while there. Boom. Yeah, like what, he was looking that up for his podcast? We're in Thailand, let's talk about some crazy shit. That's a great excuse, though. <laughs> he just starts up a whole podcast to, like... <laughs> Like a whole fucking podcast to to build on his excuse. That's what this is. <laughs> I was looking up Donald Trump PP tape and I had to explain to the missus why. <laughs> it was for the news. It was for my news show. Starts podcast. Okay, let me see. Let me see what's going on here. So the comments, here's another top comment. Final straw implies there have been previous issues, right? I wouldn't believe him if he was, if he was at home, maybe, but not if he's there for vacation. And then she responded, there for vacation and also conveniently wanted to spend a night on the mainland by himself without his mother. They were in Koh Samui. And then... Uh, the person goes, nah, he's a liar. Unless he's filming a documentary, there's no more logical explanation. And then somebody goes, simple curiosity is a perfectly reasonable reason to Google something. It absolutely does not mean you intend to do the thing you've researched, even if you happen to be in the place where the thing you're researching it happens. Without personal knowledge of the person in question, assigning guilt here is a massive leap. And then the person goes, the the original commenter on the post says, it's not a massive leap. Benefit of the doubt is fine, but it's simply not reasonable in this case with multiple in-depth searches. Yeah, exactly. Like, when he was looking up the HIV risk, like, why why else would you be looking that up? unless you were, like, looking to do that and wanted to make sure there wasn't a risk of getting HIV. If you were just curious about, like, about escorts in Thailand, that's one thing, but he went down the whole, the whole journey and then wanted to be alone in, where was it? I don't know Thailand well, but in Koh Samui, like, why? Why else? Put, put it all together, and what do you get? Like, it does not look good. So what would I say? I would say, cut it off. Not his dick. Just cut cut off the relationship. Because, yeah, it seems like if he even if he didn't do it, he was, like, intending to. Which is messed up. You deserve better. I want to... I hope she updates this... That's crazy. What else do people say? Oh. And then 
the original poster mentions that when there was a time when they broke up and then he slept with another woman, like right after, and then they got back together. And then someone was like, if this is where your relationship is at, plus him clearly looking for prostitutes in Thailand, you know this relationship is finished. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. My boyfriend, 22 male, and I, 22 female, can't get his strongly religious mother to accept me. This is gonna be fun. This is gonna be real fun. Alright. I just turned the sound goodizer on. And now I'm turning it off. Okay, what if we have it like this? Okay. Okay. Sorry guys, audio, audio things. Just audio things. So, religious mother, okay. I've been with my boyfriend for a year and a half, and everything is perfect, except for his mother, who deeply dislikes me. That's a big problem. To start, my boyfriend and his family are Chinese. My family and I are white. His mother is an extremely devoted Christian, and with that, she has a very strong opinion on premarital sex, My boyfriend receives sex talks from her almost every time he visits home. That is too old for that. He doesn't like it, and she knows that, but she refuses to stop. His mom is very invasive in the sense that she will ask him personal questions about our relationship and continue to ask them in efforts to catch him in a lie. A couple months ago, I had cervicitis, so I took antibiotics for it. While I was on the antibiotics, I went to my boyfriend's parents' house for dinner. My stomach hurt after dinner, so I left. His mom's prying began with, began, and she badgered him with questions. Why did she leave? Why does her stomach hurt? Why did she take antibiotics? Where did she get them from? My boyfriend caved under the pressure and told her I got them from Planned Parenthood. He realized his mistake and said I went in for my annual pap smear. She then accused him of being sexually active because you don't need those unless you have sex. Wrong. On New Year's Day, I was at lunch with my boyfriend and his family. When we were finished eating, my boyfriend's mom tried to initiate a sex talk with us while we were still in the restaurant. Ugh. In front of the rest of his family. It was extremely uncomfortable and inappropriate. She told me that she has set a lot of values and she has a set of values and morals that she would like to share with me. I was mortified. Yes, I have sex with my boyfriend, but that's obviously not something we would let her know because of how poorly she would react. My boyfriend and I ended up walking away from his mom. When we said bye to his family, she didn't respond and she she proceeded to give me the most evil look I've ever received from someone. Damn, this sounds like my mom. Later that day, my boyfriend sent her a message that basically said non-verbatim, it's inappropriate and uncomfortable for you to try to talk to us about this in front of our family. It makes me uncomfortable to come home and to bring her home. Please stop. It's extremely unlike you and doesn't help anyone. She never replied. It's now been almost a month and she still won't talk to him. 
despite his efforts to make contact. I feel awful that his relationship with his mom is so strained because of our relationship. I recognize that it's not my fault, and I'm really grateful that my boyfriend defends me so well. I don't know what to do. Family is very important to me, and it breaks my heart that neither of us feel welcome in his home. My boyfriend and I are hoping to get engaged sometime next year. I really love him, and I'd be so happy to love my best friend forever, but I have a sinking feeling because of his mom. I really don't want his mom to be the reason our relationship gets wrecked. What do I do? What do I slash we do? Help. Too long didn't read my boyfriend's mom is disgustingly invested in our sex life, constantly pushes her values on us, and makes us extremely uncomfortable. I seem like a good person to answer this question. Let me... Let me work on this. Okay. Here's what I think I'm going to say. Depending on how financially independent your boyfriend is from his parents, it might be time to go no contact, at least for now. As someone with overbearing Asian parents, I too have had my mother pry, interrogate, torment, and degrade my girlfriends of the past. I ended up rebelling during my current relationship, moved in with my now fiancé, cut my mom out of my life, and have been living that way for many years. Alright, sent. Hopefully that helps. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. This man needs our help. This one's urgent. I matched with a porn star on Tinder, and she's actually interested. Sorry, okay. I've always been a pretty nerdy guy. Oh, this is like a penthouse. I'm a third-year law student and pretty much have always focused on school. I used to be fat, but got really in shape by lifting in law school. I guess I'm now considered to be pretty attractive. I've started dating people from Tinder. I recently matched with a porn star. It's definitely her. Oh, wait, let me fix my mic. This is the worst time for this to happen. Okay, we're back. It's definitely her. I Snapchatted her and confirmed it. She says she's only looking for a relationship because she already gets sex through work. Should I go for it? I feel like my parents would be pissed with me. Like I've been a nerdy, shy guy all my life and only had sex with three people before. But she likes me and wants to have coffee soon. What do I do? I'm not even gonna wait on this. Dude, what the fuck do you think you do? Dude, do it. Fucking do it. Oh my god, for all of us, for all men out there, fucking do it. Just do it. Don't let your dreams be dreams. For real. Dude, don't worry about your parents. Listen, they'll understand. Your parents will understand. Forget about... Forget about... Fuck what they have to say. Your dad especially will understand. He'll be like, son, I'm proud of you. I'm just gonna say, personally, if I was your dad, I'd be like, son, I'm proud of you. And then I'm gonna say, just do it. Don't let your dreams be dreams. 
please update us on this. Do it, do it, do it. Oh my god. That's, um, that's crazy. Some of these are too, um, too real. My 35 male fiance, 35 female, just told me she has homicidal tendencies. Run. <clears throat> Alright, how about we end on this one? I, 18 male, want to ask out a girl in my class, 18 female, but struggling how to figure out how. Or struggling to figure out how, sorry. Can't read. There's this girl in my class and I think she's really pretty and she seems to be everything I would want in a girlfriend, at least on a physical level. <laughs> nice, kid. I've never had a relationship, but I'm really interested in this girl. I had one small conversation while walking out of class one day and that was about it. I know it was a short conversation, but she seemed nice and interested. Ultimately, I would like to ask her out on a date, but I'm debating on how to go about this. On one hand, I want to ask for her number or Snapchat, so we could start texting or Snapchatting first. On the other hand, I would like to just ask her out right away. So what should I do? Ask her out right away or get her contact info and start talking through that, then ask her out. Also, if you think I should ask her out right away... When do I know the time is right to ask her out without coming off as premature? Thanks. Edit. We are both college students at the same college. Okay. Um, I would say... Sorry if I sound, like, slurred. Just the delay in the monitor is giving me a headache here. Let me fix that. Again. Good thing we're almost done because the... Audio again. This audio situation keeps getting fucked. So, what should he do? He, this guy, should get to know her first. Don't ask her out right away. That's how, that's how you date a crazy, crazy woman, you know? <laughs> like, I've done that, dude. I've done that. You gotta get to know them first. Know what you're getting yourself into because, yeah... They may look great on the outside, but what's on the inside might be a fucking disaster. So, like, get her number. Find a way to get that number. Not in a creepy way, either. Just have a conversation with her in real life. She's in your class. Be like, hey, what's up? I'm so-and-so. Well, no, she knows who you are, so that's even better. Just talk about, like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Me and a couple of buddies, we're gonna... Me and the boys were gonna, um, I don't know what college kids do anymore. <laughs> Me and the boys were gonna go boof butt chug some ketamine, are you in? You know what I mean. Ask her to hang out. If it's college, like, you're on the same campus. You don't necessarily need to, like, get her number first, I guess. Maybe in high school, because, like, you go home and you're at separate places. But no, you can just ask her to hang out. Get her number then. It's a double whammy. Bada bing, bada boom. And then you're good to go. 
was that good advice? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that's gonna do it for Reddit said it. I gotta change the name. Reddit said it is just the dumbest name. Should I just call it relationship advice? That's boring though. Now I'm just reading up on impeachment news here. Okay, we can do one more. But it's gonna be an am I the asshole? Let's go to hot posts. Would I be the asshole if I told my brother's girlfriend that I know what they're doing in the bathroom and I need her to hurry up? My brother is 18 and living with me. I'm his older sister, age 22. I have two bedrooms, one for me and him, and a shared bathroom. My brother has a girlfriend, also 18, who is over a lot. They're fully consenting adults, therefore they do things that I don't want to think about. They always shower slash bathe together. And because the bathroom shares a wall with my bedroom and the kitchen, no matter where I go in the flat, I hear exactly what they're doing. Then the shower stops running and my brother leaves and exactly 10 minutes later, often to the exact second, the girlfriend leaves. She spends the 10 minutes interim playing games on her phone. The reason for this is that she doesn't want me to see them leave the bathroom together. She is unaware of the sound issue and thinks that I have no idea that they even entered the bathroom together and hopes that 10 minutes will be enough for me to believe that my brother has that my brother had his shower and left and she entered and had her separately. However, this 10 minute pause between them finishing in the bathroom and her leaving the bathroom is a real pain in my arse. They always do this either early in the morning when I need to shower and leave for work, or right at the end of the night when I need to do my nighttime routine for bed. Would I be the asshole if I said to her, look, I know what you're doing in there, I don't have a problem with it, as you're fully consenting adults, but the time you wait between him leaving and and you leaving is a real pain. So can you just leave together, or at least shorten the time? Well, I think you don't even have to say it like that. You could just say the part, like, listen, I know what you're doing in there. Like, or like, the, you, you two are consenting adults. Like, I get it, you're gonna shower together. You don't have to try to trick me. You can leave together. So you you don't even have to say... But you can add that part after, because, like... You can say, like, also, because I have to get ready in that time. That ten minutes is, is very vital to me getting ready. I don't know. You're not the asshole. Just, yeah, just tell them they don't have to hide from you like that anymore. That's all you gotta do. And then you'll get your ten minutes. That was a short-ish one. Anyways, I am going to go deal with my uh, Sunday. This has been the Short News Podcast, and I hope you all have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Peace.